Welcome to the Red Letters Podcast. In this podcast, we'll explore topics that can be life-transforming while delivering a message of hope. Welcome back to the Red Letters Podcast. Today's topic, we're going to be talking about, can you give someone too much grace? And I'm going to pass this on to Mary. Aw, Sean, nephew, you're such a wonderful person. Yes. Um, so, Sean, first of all, what is grace, if you don't mind me asking? I think grace can be defined as a bunch of different things. Right. Um, for one, grace, uh, I think I heard someone mention it earlier. Grace is uh, it can be a love. Mm-hmm. Um, it can be forgiveness. It is, yeah. Um, giving. Giving. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, Could it be three? giving somebody something they don't deserve? Yes. Yes. Okay. So I'll go ahead and take it from there, Sean. So thank you so much. <laughs> thank you, Sean. So, <laughs> yeah. So can you give someone too much grace? I believe that if you are a righteous person, you can never give too much grace. And sometimes it may feel it may feel like you're being um, a doormat for some people, but if you always stay in alignment with who you are and who you were created to be, you, there's never going to be too much grace to give because you know exactly who you are. And what does that mean? So, for example, if at your job, I'm going to use your job. Your job, they take you for granted, but you still show up and you show up in time and you give it all you have. You will be seen and you will be, you will get the recognition you need or you deserve, even if it's not here, what some down, some way down the road, you're going to get the recognition that you deserve, the promotion that you deserve, even if, the, because you kept showing up, you kept doing what was right. So that's what I believe, Grace, is even if my employer wasn't recognizing me, wasn't promoting me, wasn't doing what I felt was right, even though I did everything that I was supposed to do and went above and beyond. There's just some people like that, but I I never stopped being who I was. So I don't believe that you can give too much grace. Is it is grace only given to you, or is it also within you? Like, can you be graceful to yourself? No. Yeah, I'll let Tony answer that one because it's not just about me and you, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that's possible. I've actually never thought about that at all, where you could kind of uh, not. Uh, throw your uh, beat yourself up over something you did and you're just like hey you know what you know I made a mistake let me dust my knees off get up and start going through life again and not let it hold you down I think that's a form of giving yourself grace grace you can't you can't earn it mm-hmm. from anybody or God it's normally given it's a fruit of love I do believe that you can give someone too much grace that's just my thought. I know Mary said a little different or the opposite possibly. But here's where I'm saying that is that if you know you're giving someone grace beyond what they what you would normally give them and you're doing it mindfully, mm-hmm. then that's the part where I say you can give them too much grace, but that doesn't mean it's wrong. Oh, okay. That's so it's kind of maybe the same thing as what you said. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think you can give someone too much grace. And why I say that is I learned from a pastor a long time ago. He, one of his famous statements he would throw, throw at me once in a while is he says, you know what, Tony, the best thing you could do is always err on the side of grace. And I think that statement fits this podcast so perfect because I didn't get it at first when he first told me that. I was just like, what are you talking about? And he ended up explaining that 
If someone does you wrong and you know they're doing wrong to you and you know it and you're willing to extend yourself and still love them despite it, then that's where he goes, I would rather be accused of giving too much grace to a person than not enough. And that's what love would do. Love will turn around and help you give grace beyond what you're capable of, knowing, hey, I'd rather say that I believed in this person more than I should have, and they did me wrong, than not believing in them and not giving them grace and fall short of that when I'm gonna, I could possibly regret not giving them additional grace to see them through that situation. Oh, so I good. think that that's a good way to to look at this is that, yes, I feel that you can give someone too much grace, but it's not wrong if you're doing it mindfully and you know what you're doing and you're using that as a way that, hey, I'm going to make sure that I go the extra mile so I can't be accused or that other person can't turn around and point the finger back at me and said, if you would have believed in me. Oh. But if you're extending your grace beyond what you you think you should, mm-hmm. and they come back and thank you for having that additional grace where everyone else walked away, that I think is a, a, a good spot to be in. Mm-hmm. So I think grace is something that if we learn how to use it and manage it, it can help us in every relationship, whether it's a church community, whether it's your work community, with the, mm-hmm. if it's your family. I think knowing what grace is, how to give it out, mm-hmm. and how to use that to pour into other people and to overlook certain situations. Again, being mindfully, not that you have to be the doormat and right. stuff like that, because nobody wants to be that person. But if you're intentional about giving out grace and you know what you're doing, all really what you're doing is saying, hey, I'm going to love you beyond what I probably should oh, that's true. because I want to see the best come out of you. I want to see you win in life. But how many times do we don't, we don't do that? Yeah, that's true. Sometimes we're ready to put that expiration date yesterday and yeah. I'm done. Yeah. It really depends on, you know, how well do you, how hungry are you to have healthy relationships? Mm -hmm. Because grace is going to be a factor. We just don't talk about it. Mm -hmm. We don't use that word, maybe more in the church community, not so much out in, you know, the secular Mm -hmm. society. It's not a sexy word. Yeah. But I think if you know what it is and you know how to use it, it could be one big great tool in your tool belt that can help you display the love of God in your life to someone else. Mm-hmm. Tony, you said um, if someone could, because someone could come back and say, "Well, you didn't do enough." Mm-hmm. Is that a um, an issue that would be your issue or that individual's issue? Because you know you went above and beyond. Mm-hmm. But some people, like we talked earlier about the doormat, it doesn't matter how much we do and do and keep doing for them. They just never seem to get it. And when one of the smallest things happens, goes wrong in life, they turn around and say, well, if you would have believed in me a little more, how mm-hmm. long are you supposed to believe in that person? Yeah. How long do you keep picking them up? How long do you keep paying for that? How long do you keep doing for that individual? Do we? I know we never run out of grace, but mm-hmm. how long? Well, I, I think about we're... 
where it says, you know, when, when they asked Jesus, how many, how many times do I, should I forgive? Right. And it's 70 times seven, right? Mm-hmm. They're basically forgiveness. There's no end to forgiveness. Right. Right. And I feel like with grace, when I think about grace, I think about the grace that, you know, Jesus showed in my life mm-hmm. and everything that I went through and the things that I've done and even my attitudes and everything else, but how he just continually showed me grace and he was patient Mm -hmm. and he waited all this time for me to come to him. And I feel like when I see other people, even if I feel like I'm being taken advantage of Mm -hmm. or manipulated, and there's many times I do feel that even, you know, amongst my kids, Mm -hmm. but I can only remember right now. And I keep thinking about Jesus, the grace right. that he gives us. He right. doesn't question us. Mm-hmm. He doesn't, he's not judging us. He's not demanding us. Mm-hmm. He's not saying, you know, it's it's not for us to decide if we're going to give this person grace or that person grace. Right. Because it's it's not an option for us. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a character that we have of him in us, right? It's one of it we're a reflection of him and right. who he is. So grace is supposed to it's supposed to be part of our character. It's a part of, you know, of who we are in, in Christ. Right, exactly. And it's not ours to 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 be saying, Oh, I'm gonna show you this much grace, but you know, I'm there's gonna come a time where I'm just gonna draw the line because you're not this and that. Right. And I think about Jesus and I keep thinking about Jesus. He can come back right now mm-hmm. and he can say, Forget you, I'm not gonna give you no more grace. Mm-hmm. Now you're gonna but I do believe there's consequences though when you take advantage of God's grace. Right. But I'm not the judge and I'm not the one to judge any of my kids or any human Anybody being else. that yeah. God puts in my life. It's not my for me to judge them and to put a time limit on grace. Right. I think grace is is a form of it's also unconditional love. Mm-hmm. You know, when you show unconditional love and there's that hope and that faith that you know that you know of God. Think about I think about me. I always have to go back to my life. Right. And sometimes when when I hear people talking about oh I can't this and that, then remember where you came from. Right. Because where God brought me out of, mm-hmm. I was a lost cause. Yeah. Okay, and the thought that people could have given up on me, mm-hmm. but they didn't, you know, and the fact that I, I, I see the love of God in my life to the extent that I have it now, it's like I can only think about, okay, Lord, you, you showed me your unconditional love, your grace. I mean, everything that he's given me, mm-hmm. then why, who, who am I to say I can't give it to someone else to or have hope else. in, in yeah. someone else, right? Believing the best in the person and not looking at the negatives. Right. Right? Because ultimately, yes, they have their own free will. Yes, they have a choice to make. But if anything, we're here to love them. Right. And to be a reflection of Jesus and a reflection of, you know, basically of who he is. And that includes having grace in their lives. And I don't believe there should be a time limit on grace. No. And I, okay, so you use the example of forgiveness. So, And I, I, I relate with that. I, like, I think that you should forgive somebody as much, many times as they mess up. So well, I guess my question is grace. You, I'm extending grace when I help somebody else, uh, somebody out with gas money. I'm extending grace when I help somebody with a place to live. I'm extending grace when I pick up somebody because once again, their cars broke down. 
How many times do you do it to the same person over and over and over? You're that one that they call and you're the one that goes and picks up. Doesn't matter what time of night, doesn't matter what time during the day, doesn't matter that you have a job. This person fell off again. This person, something happened, lost another job. This person, how many times? Forgiveness is one thing and I've, I've gotten, I've mastered that. Like, oh, I can forgive them again. But how many times, and I'm talking like, you know, your sibling, your best friend, your whomever, and there you are again. How many times do I keep doing, for forgiveness, it was easy for me, but okay, go pick them up again. Okay, now give them another place to live. Okay, now go do this again. How many times do I extend that grace? I, 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 let me jump in. I think... Um, and I'm asking just in general, yeah, yeah. because I think that's a question that I would want to know. The part where I kind of wanted to jump in is kind of like actually in between what both of you guys said, mm -hmm. because I feel like you can give grace and it's something you're giving of yourself, whether it's your time, money, resource, whatever the case is. Mm -hmm. But I do feel that not that you have to stop giving grace, but I think that sometimes when you're giving grace to anybody and everybody all the time, whether they change or not, mm -hmm. then I personally feel that sometimes you become God to that person mm -hmm. because you're enabling them now to not have to do anything on their own and not have to pursue because you're, they know you're going to step in. You're going to come And in. I think that not that you have to measure grace, but that's why I said err on the side of grace, because I think at some point, there has to be a transition where your grace brings them to the cross. Mm -hmm. And if it's not bringing them to the cross and all they want to do is come to you knowing that you're always going to bail them out anytime, mm. all the time. Every time. Then I don't think that they're ever going to have the... Encounter. The encounter the and thing. or the, the, I don't know what you call it, life uh, where they have to actually have to be responsible for something of mm -hmm. their own. So I think that at some point, not so much that you don't need to give grace, because you could still love them and right. be there for them, but I think sometimes you have to pull back grace a little bit, mm -hmm. my opinion, um, so that they can learn to fend for themselves, because you're not always going to be there. Mm -hmm. And I think that there's a healthy way of doing that. I just find it really hard to measure and to know when to make that call. Mm -hmm. But I feel within my own heart and my own life that extend grace, give grace. But when you, when you see it's being kind of, um, I don't know if it's take it for granted is the right word or anything like that, take it advantage. Mm -hmm. Even then, if you're giving grace for a short season, even after and into that season. Mm -hmm. And then you start to pull back in hopes that they're going to make some changes in their life. And they actually look around and feel like, hey, I need to start fending for myself. Mm -hmm. I think that there's a healthy transition there. Mm -hmm. Not that you don't love them, but you're having to step back a little bit because you become a God to them. Right. Because then you're their source because that's what God is. Mm -hmm. One of the, the meanings of God is your source. Right. So if you become the source for them, they don't need God. Because they got you. Yeah. They have you. You're the God to them. So they don't need to reach out to the God Almighty mm -hmm. because I have you in my life. So I think that there's... Um, something there that we need to have a little bit of wisdom and or discernment, again, give out more grace than necessary, 
be willing to lay down your life and to give. But I think, like I said, there's at some some point is where you have to kind of transition them. Maybe that's a good word. Transition them from you to God, because that's mm-hmm. the hope of why we're giving grace so that they could see God in us, because that's what God does. Mm-hmm. But I, that's my opinion. And I don't know, I feel like there, there, otherwise you could just, I could have grace right now and say, hey, anybody that needs something, just call me yeah, up. <laughs> you, you need a car here, take my car. Mm-hmm. You need a business here, take my business. Yeah. You, you need a house, you need to stay. I got so many people here, the city's coming in and getting involved now mm-hmm. because it's unhealthy. And I'm doing all of this stuff, and now I don't have a place to, to put, uh, house me and my wife. Mm-hmm. And I don't have a house for my, my kids no more. Right. So because I gave grace so much that now I don't have anything else to give for those that I'm supposed to be providing for. Mm-hmm. So I think that there's some kind of transition. There's some kind of, um, I don't know exactly how what the term is, but I think that there's some way, some... Uh, wisdom and discernment that's needed at some point in the grace process. It sounds like what you're saying, though, is man-made grace, man-given grace, because when it's given through our own abilities, there will always be a time limit. There will always be a time where you're exhausted and you're like, I'm done. But when Mm. it's given, a grace given through you having an encounter with Jesus, like you're walking as Jesus did, I don't believe there's a time limit or a transition period. Because when you're walking in the footsteps of Christ, that person will meet Jesus through you, not because, you know, I know I'm God, but it's like, no, you actually led them to his feet. But when you're relying on yourself, I think that's where we get tired. So many churches, so many sermons I've heard where they're like, it's time to let those people go, let those toxic people go, blah, 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 blah. But I'm like, what would Jesus do? Jesus never let one single person go. He never let me go. As much as I fail every single day, His grace is sufficient. And then I think of that verse that says it's His kindness that leads us to repentance. It's not His time limit or His, you know, okay, at this point we're done. But I think true grace given through someone who has encountered it through Christ and they see what they've been redeemed from, there's not a time limit. If anything, the Lord will start to, okay, we need to be more strategic on how we're giving our grace. We're not just going to give it you know, like without wisdom and like, hey, take my keys, go drive my car to someone who gets drunk all the time and they're drinking, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's like, okay, you know, go take them. It's going to be inconvenient. Right. Get in the car, drive them to where they need to go. But I don't believe as Christians, we should have a time limit on our grace when we're walking as Christ did. If a Christian has time limits, it's because they're walking out in their own strength. They're not walking with Jesus. When your cup is consistently full with Christ, You'll always have something to pour out. You're never, not saying you're never going to get tired because our flesh, we're human. Mm -hmm. But through the Lord, our weakness, He'll give us strength. Mm -hmm. So I don't believe as Christians we should ever see it that way. But I understand because a lot of us go through that. And I've been, I guess you could say, taken advantage of. And I've had countless talks with you, Dad. But at the end of the day, I'm thinking, okay, Lord, how would you respond? What can I do to point them to you? Yes, there will come people where... I start to say, hey, you know what? Come to my house or, hey, let's go meet up for coffee and let's let's pray or let's go here. Let's meet up and read, whatever. And then you start to see their heart. Oh, I just wanted help. But mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, well, I, I don't want to just give you Band-Aids. I want to take you to the doctor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think, if anything, your grace would just be more 
you'll have more discernment on how to act, but you'll never run out. Mm-hmm. I love that, uh, Ruthie. So we're talking about us as believers, but we have a lot of family members or friends or extended that know that they also mm-hmm. believe in God, but they don't really practice or they know that God there, God is there, but they don't really practice. So I see that some people tend to be like, well, they're really nice because they're Christian. They're really this because, and they'll continue to give. And th- th- I guess that's where my question is, because you, I know a lot of people who d- believe, but don't go to church, believe, but don't read the Bible. And they'll c- constantly be like, okay, now can I, can I get this? So I guess for the listener, I, I want the listener to understand this. If you have gone above and beyond for anyone, and you have done everything that you believe that you could have done for anybody in a good heart, with a good heart, then I don't think we should feel guilty when we start saying no. I, I once heard this and it was about, it was, uh, I was volunteering at a nursing home and I was trying to help everyone. I was going to them and I'm like, I'll do this because I felt so bad. I'm like, these are the people who actually need it. Let me go over there and let me feed. Let me go over there and help them get up. And I had a, a social worker come up to me and said, Mary, Never do anything for anyone that they can do for themselves. And I thought, well, that's so mean. Like, we're in a nursing home. Like, they would appreciate the help. And it was like, no, because once you start doing what they can do for themselves, you enable. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think it happens a lot with with families. I think friends that know you very well is like, oh, I know she'll do it. I know she'll do it. But how many times do you keep doing it when you've given out so much grace that now you feel taken advantage of? It mm-hmm. may it may not be that way, but you feel that way. Yeah. I don't know if maybe I explained it to where there was an expiration on grace. I think maybe I did say that part, but more, I think after listening more, I think it's more the managing the grace. Man, there you go. I think that might mm-hmm. be the better word for me to mm-hmm. use on how I explained it because I do feel that, you know, you can give grace to someone and then all of a sudden they used you, whatever, and they left. Okay, mm-hmm. you you gave them grace. They come back and they're like, hey, I want to do right again. And they're sincere and mm-hmm. you go to help them again. Then the grace is back on the table. Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying that it expires per person and there's, there's an expiration time. I just feel like managing it, I think, is probably a better word that maybe I wasn't using mm-hmm. explaining that. Because I do feel that grace does need to be managed. That's just my opinion. I don't think you, you can manage grace. because no, you grace, can. Grace, you can. You can. It's well, discernment. Well, I'm saying... Let me, I'm going to explain it like my brother. Okay. My brother's a good example because mm-hmm. he calls me almost every day. He has PTSD. He's an alcoholic and he's a veteran and he's homeless right now. And he's going through all kinds of things. And there's times that I know that he's taking advantage of me and just using me, but I love him and I still go above and beyond for him and do certain things for him. My grace is, the grace is always going to be there, yeah. right? It's, it's, it's freely given to him, but it's not for me to take it from him or put a stop on it. But I've learned, I think it's more, not so much the grace. It's just now I'm, I'm setting boundaries. Like I'm setting like, um, Lines that, that I don't, uh, like, for example, like he'll call me to go with him to his parole office, mm-hmm. officer's visit. And sometimes I feel like he uses me as a good luck charm oh, uh-huh. <laughs> if I go with him, right? Yeah. And I've caught on to that. And I've gone actually a few times knowing I'm just his good luck charm, right? Yeah. But really he sees 
it, it's not so much I'm a good luck charm or he's looking at me as I'm his God, but he knows that I have a relationship with God. And he knows that the times I've prayed with him, we've prayed together that God moved in his life right away. It wasn't me. It was God who moved. Mm-hmm. And that's something that he held on to. And it's not he, that he's looking at me as God, but he sees me as someone that I know God hears you right now. Right. And I'm, I know that I'm in a situation where I feel like God really hears me, but then I always tell him, no. God hears you, Freddie, and he's moving on your behalf, but it's you, you now. You God's looking, pursuing you. Mm-hmm. He's he's in hot pursuit of you. He wants a relationship with you, right? But mm-hmm. you're trying to you're trying to avoid that right now. So mm-hmm. I think so much, and I don't know if you're you're hearing what I'm saying, but I don't think there's a, a, a timeline or an, or it's for us to put a timeline on grace. It's mm-hmm. more like discernment and having wisdom Mm -hmm. because I don't, I don't want to put grace and wisdom and discernment in the same category. Right. Who are we to say there's a time limit on grace for that person? Wisdom and discernment isn't a timeline. It's just asking Lord, Lord, how do I show grace? That's the tools to manage it. Mm -hmm. Okay. If you say it that way, but if you, but the way, like if mm -hmm. someone has a struggle with drunk, drunk driving or drinking, driving Mm -hmm. while drunk, well, that's also common sense. (laughs) (laughs) And, and the other thing you had mentioned, Ruth, about, you know, having your own man-made, what do you call it, man-made grace. I don't know mm-hmm. if that's the right way to say it. Yeah, well, that's the, the gri- the gri- it can yeah. be any other yeah. form. But I wasn't even trying to even look at that. I was looking more at God's grace operating in you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I'm just saying, because I mean? you hear it in church a lot yeah. about, like, in a sense, giving people a time to, like, cut them out. Yeah, like, yeah. you need to move on and they're dragging you down. Yeah. And to me, I'm like, well, that's like, that's what a man would say, but that's not what God would say. Mm-hmm. We're all accountable for what we do and what we choose right. to do. Mm-hmm. And if we, and especially, especially to the believers listening and those here in the room, if you claim to be Christian, you're calling yourself someone who is choosing to live Christ-like. Mm-hmm. And in living Christ-like is to show grace when it's not easy, to show grace when it's uncomfortable, to show grace to people who genuinely, in your eyes, don't deserve it. But the Lord, like my mom said, he goes after the one. So to wrap it up, thank you for joining us on this episode. We hope that this spoke to you in some way. And if you are someone who is struggling maybe with your heart, like, hey, I'm showing grace, but they're taking advantage, then I just ask the Lord to protect your heart and to cover you and to just give you an abundance of strength in times of weakness. So thanks again for listening and have a great day.